Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Monday, the 4th of December. Not sure quite where this year has gone, but it has gone and we're only three weeks away from Christmas. So the run into Christmas, December, usually a pretty good month, third best month for the US markets. As usual, though, all the information contained in this podcast is general advice only. So please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. All right, let's kick things off, as always, with the scores on the doors from Friday night. And once again, US markets heading higher And once again, our SPY futures looking pretty good. We had the Dow Jones up 295 points, or 0.82%, 36,246. At its high point, it was up 314 points. At its lowest, it was down 36 points. The Nasdaq up 79, or 0.55%. The S&P 500 was up 27. In the middle for diddle, up 0.59%, 4,500. And 95, and the Russell had a really, really good night. Some of that uh, catch up in the small caps happening at the moment up nearly 3%, 54 points to 1863. So, good news indeed for the Russell. The VIX volatility index falling uh, around 2% to 12.63. ASX SPY futures Saturday morning were up 65 points or 0.92%. So, the rally continues. This is after a pretty lackluster end to Friday session down 14 points or 0.2 of a percent. Uh, We did see uh, the banks slipping a little bit on Friday. So ASX SPY futures up 65 points or 0.92%. European markets generally pretty much uh, solid across the board, up around 1% for the the stock 600. The FTSE up 1%, Germany up 1.1%, France uh, lagging slightly up only 0.5%. Of a percent. Looking at US stocks and Nvidia unchanged, AMD up 0.2, Netflix down 1.7, Meta, the artist formerly known as Facebook, down 0.7, Tesla down 0.5, Amazon up 0.6, Alphabet down 0.4, Snowflake down 0.9, and Microsoft down 1.2 percent, Apple up 0.7. Looking at the US banks, better across the board, so that's certainly going to help our banking sector. We had JP Morgan up half percent, Bank of America one and a half percent better, Wells Fargo one percent, Goldman's and Morgan's up two percent. So all was right in the world. In Europe, we had Barclays up uh, 0.9 of a percent, used to be smart, UBS up 0.8 and Deutsche up 0.8, ResMed up 1.2 percent, CBA up 2.2 percent in Europe overseas trade. Looking at US bond markets, we did see bond yields coming under a little bit of pressure, but not very much, to be honest. 10 years, 4.209 for the US. In two years, 4.551. The Aussie 10s, 4.396. We did see Bitcoin close to 40,000, up another 2% to 39,600. The Aussie dollar, 66.60. And the US dollar index slipped slightly. So uh, some good news there uh, for uh, people travelling overseas. The Aussie dollar looking a little better. In terms of commodities on Friday, well, the oil price under pressure again. Brent crude down 2.8%, 2.31, WTI only down 53 cents, 0.7 of a percent. Gold pretty much unchanged uh, on Friday. 
and we did see as well close to an all-time high if not an all-time high for that gold price 2071 US dollars an ounce uh, we had platinum up 0.6 of a percent silver up 0.7 of a percent on the LME price is pretty buoyant uh, we had LME copper up 2.1 percent we had nickel up 2.6, aluminium up 0.6, zinc up 2.2, lead unchanged, but ton up 2.6%. And we did also see uh, pretty stable conditions in iron ore and lithium on Friday. Uh, resource stocks overseas, BHP firing up 3.2% in ADR terms, Rio up 3% ADRs. Glencore up 3.6, Freeport up 5.1, Vale up 1.9, Lithium stocks doing well, Albemarle up 4%, Sigma up 3.8, and uh, we did see um, the US and European oil and gas stocks. We had Exxon up 0.2, Chevron up 0.8, and Shell up 0.3 of a percent. That US market on Friday certainly buoyed by that core personal con. Consumption expenditure reading, which fell to 3.5% year-on-year, which is below the US Fed's forecast. So it was a pretty good print for that. Of course, this week is going to be dominated by the RBA for us, uh, that meeting, of course, tomorrow. Also today, the big news and the big story of the day will probably be Origin Energy, which will see shareholders expected to reject the $20 billion buyout uh, by Brookfield and E. IG, Australian Super, the big holdout there. Uh, we've also got some numbers out this morning from uh, Metcash and Collins Foods and Intertech Pivot will both trade ex-dividend as well. As far as the RBA move goes tomorrow, uh, Shane Oliver has pointed to the latest comments from the governor, the new governor, Michelle Bullock, and he said it, she lacked the sense of urgency that preceded her November rate rise. We have seen a slight rise in unemployment, softer retail sales, lower than expected inflation and a slowing in national home price growth, with some cities seeing price falls. This was according to Shane Oliver. Barclays Bank thinks the RBA cycling the, the tightening cycle is already over. Uh, the bank is likely to continue to sound cautious, it said, with inflation still relatively elevated and growth slowing. So uh, all eyes on that tomorrow. We've also got some ANZ job ads uh, out today and a little bit of uh, news, as always, coming out from the US on Friday. We've got the unemployment rate and non-farm employment change. Uh, A couple of uh, central bankers speaking, the UK's Bank of England Governor Bailey speaking on Thursday as well, and some numbers out from China tomorrow on its Kaixing Services PMI. What else is happening today? We've had Metcash out. Reports first half underlying NPAT 142.5. Looks a little bit light on. 146.8 was where the market was going for. Uh, total revenue uh, 9 billion. Market was going for 9.01 billion. Underlying EBIT 246.5. Um, market was 243.4. Interim dividend 11 cents. The outlook, sales growth continued in the first four weeks of second half 24. Food and liquor pillars are performing well and hardware continues to perform better than the market. So that's some good news there. Aussie Broadband out this morning has completed its oversubscribed share purchase plan to raise 20 million bucks at $3.55. So uh, ABB very much uh, doing a good job there with its SPP and uh, the share price of ABB 
uh, at uh, 374 of course means that uh, most people would have subscribed for their share purchase plan there. EML payments upgraded to overweight from market weight at Wilson's. Their target price though remains $1.17. Uh, Arafura Rare Earths has received a non-binding letter of intent from Korea's Exim Bank for up to $150 million of debt funding. That's US dollars for the Nolans project. So some good news there. Galileo Mining commences drilling program at Norseman. Assay results expected in January. A strike Energy logging analysis on its SE3 appraisal well confirms continuity of South Irregular Gasfield. Uh, Pack Group, uh, the Kin offer. I'm sure there's a joke there somewhere. Uh, for Pack Group has been extended to the 21st of December from today. Aurora has completed its an acquisition of Saver Glass. And Woolies and Coles will be facing a Senate inquiry into price gouging. Well, there you go. I'm surprised that one is. In other news today, uh, Endeavour Group holder, shareholder Matheson Group, continues to push for the chair Peter Hurl to step down. Uh, he will, they will call for an EGM if he hasn't by the half-year results in February. Premier Investments downgraded to underperform from outperform at CLSA. Target crust cut to 24 bucks from $27. Universal Store Holdings has been upgraded to a buy from Neutral at City. Target increased there to $3.93 from $3.70. Fleet Partners initiated a buy at City. Target price there $3.60, which gives it a 26% upside here. Uh, and Coles upgraded to equal weight from underweight at Morgan Stanley. Target price there has been increased to $16.50 from $14.75. Pilbara Minerals down nearly 20% of the stock price. The stock is shorted 19.3%. It's been downgraded to a sell from a neutral at UBS. Target cut to $3.05 from $3.75. And... That is about it. We did see some news over the weekend about the Argentinian president-elect, uh, the new kid on the block there, uh, in terms of some of his more radical policies, and they will certainly benefit some of the mining stocks and some of the lithium stocks as well that are in Argentina. So that is uh, of interest to the likes of Argosy, uh, perhaps. So something to keep an eye on the moves there from the, uh, the polit political class in Argentina, which has just taken over. Well, that's about it for a Monday morning. Thanks very much for listening. Hope you have a great day, and as always, may the trading gods go with you.